If you ever want to achieve anything meaningful in your life, the strategy you must master is one more try. One of the core beliefs I hold is the importance of compounding. Compounding takes place when you attempt one more try, time and time again. When you're successful in implementing a one more try mentality, you'll create and compound more wins for yourself. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lambert. Today we're discussing The Power of One More, The Ultimate Guide to Happiness and Success. The author is Ed Milet, and the book is published in 2022. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with Identity and Life's Thermostat, The RAS and The Matrix, One More Try, One More Dream, Goals and Standards, Your Silent Movie, one more inconvenience, and finishing off with one last one more. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, The power of one more is a dynamic contract between us. It's an important exchange of ideas and knowledge. Depending on who you are, what I'm about to teach you will impact each of you differently. By changing how you think and act, you find answers in those areas of life that matter most to you. The beauty of all this is that most times the answers are relatively simple, but for whatever reasons, you may not have been able to see them or resolve them on your own. Most people are under the impression there are a thousand different things they must do to change their lives. Nothing could be further from the truth. I've learned, and you will too, that one more thing is often all it takes, and frequently it's only one more step away from where you are now. Begin with one more. You're a lot closer to changing your life than you think. You're one more meeting, one more relationship, one more decision, one more action, or one more thought from leading the life you deserve. The power of one more challenges you to become hyper-focused and addicted to searching for the one mores in your life. The more you begin to see them and then execute the actions to realize them, the more your life will change. The individual thoughts and actions you take don't need to be profound. However, when you compound these small thoughts and actions and stack them on top of each other, the resulting changes over time are profound. The power of one more teaches you to combine your gifts with directed, intentional thoughts and focused actions. That gives you the resources you need to produce the standards, goals, and outcomes you deserve. Approach the power of one more like a key that will unlock your mind, and you may be surprised how one more thought and one more action will change your life forever, end quote. That is from the introduction of The Power of One More by Ed Milet. This book delivers a unique perspective on what it takes to succeed in life. He shares very tactical information that you can put into practice today and gradually elevate your standards. The book was inspired by the last 35 years of his father's life, and Ed is so giving of himself to open up very personal aspects of his life the way that he does in this book. The vulnerability that coincides with the message makes the book a very inspiring read. Insight number one, identity and life's thermostat. Quote, 
In many ways, reshaping your identity is the most fundamental concept of what it means to be a one more thinker and doer. Identity defines the limits of your success, finances, and achievement. It controls the quality of emotions, relationships, and self-worth. What exactly is identity? I define it as the thoughts, concepts, and beliefs we hold as the most genuine parts of our inner being. Put another way, identity is this. What we perceive about ourselves is what we believe about ourselves. Your identity is the force that governs your life and regulates your results. Think of it like a thermostat. Your internal thermostat sets the condition of your life. Much like a thermostat, your identity regulates your internal self-worth. It regulates your actions and results. Many people are under the false assumption that external factors are what regulates your thermostat. They believe that getting a promotion, getting married to the love of their life, or getting an advanced degree from college determines their identity. If you don't raise your identity, then eventually you will turn the air conditioning of your life on sooner or later, and the temperature will drop right back down to 75 degrees, or some other setting you don't want, simply because you didn't take charge and decide what identity you wanted, end quote. If you would have asked me three years ago, I'm not sure I would have resonated with this idea. But after taking the Optimized Coach program and reading so many books since then, I have a much better appreciation of the role that identity plays in our lives. He shares a great example in terms of your fitness identity. How many of you have previously lost weight? You finally shed those 20 pounds after diligent exercise and healthy eating. The weight you fought so hard to lose has returned, as your fitness identity thermostat resets itself a short while later. Your true fitness identity says you are okay carrying around the extra weight, so it finds its way back to you. Quote, simply put, you can't achieve 100 degrees of fitness or wealth with a thermostat set for 75 degrees of fitness or wealth. Your thermostat boxes you in until you can create a new identity that triggers growth and change. End quote. Insight number two, RAS and the Matrix. Quote, Here's something that may surprise you. What if I told you that you're already living in your matrix? What if I told you there are already forces at work deep inside you that are slowing down parts of your life, interpreting and reinforcing what you've already programmed into your consciousness? You're not even aware this is happening, but it is. Your matrix is a more colloquial name for your reticular activating system, RAS for short. Your RAS is the filter that gives weight to the important things in your life and filters out the things that are not. When you intentionally activate your matrix to focus on certain things, you'll see the one mores everywhere. End quote. This is a major insight because activating your RAS or your matrix is vital to the validation of your beliefs. Your brain is designed to show you more of what you focus on, so you need to be vigilant when it comes to what you allow into your mind. Your matrix will work with you or against you based on the quality of your filter. If all you feed your matrix is garbage, you will produce more evidence of that garbage. If you want to improve your matrix, you begin by elevating the quality of your thoughts, which will help you move from fear and anxiety to confidence and positive momentum. Insight number three. One more try. Quote, if you ever want to achieve anything meaningful in your life, the strategy you must master is one more try. One of the core beliefs I hold is the importance of compounding. Compounding takes place when you attempt one more try, time and time again. When you're successful in implementing a one more try mentality, you'll create 
and compound more wins for yourself. When you act and do the same things as everyone else, you'll get the same results as everyone else. When you implement a one more try mentality, that's where you'll find your greatest successes and your most significant personal growth. End quote. This was far and away my favorite insight from this book. To develop the one more try philosophy, you must understand and appreciate the power of compounding. In the compound effect, Darren Hardy reminds us that, quote, your life comes down to this formula. You are your choices plus your behavior plus your habits plus compounded, which equals your goals, end quote. I have read countless books talking about how success comes down to doing the basics consistently over a long period of time. What sets the super successful apart from the rest is they're willing to do the basics, the unsexy, the mundane, long after most people give up on them. Please take the time to reflect on this in your own life. What do you need to improve in your life today? Once you identify it, examine it closely to see if you're doing the basics, if you're currently putting in the mundane reps required to succeed. Insight number four, one more dream. Quote, the happiest people in life operate out of their imaginations and dreams and not their histories. Stop. Read that sentence again. This is one of the single most powerful takeaways from a one more thinker. To be happy, successful, and productive, operate out of your imagination, your dreams, and your vision. There is no way you will experience your best life if you try to operate out of your history or memories of your past. It can't be done. Dreaming is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves, yet almost nobody takes advantage of it. The sad part is that a lack of dreaming will cost you everything. To live our best life, we must consciously choose to operate out of our dream state and not our past. End quote. Most people carry around so much baggage from the past that it influences their dreams for the future. You must learn to accept your past and recognize that you cannot change it. If you never accept it and you allow it to play a negative role in your future, you will always feel like you're swimming in mental quicksand. Quote, it's not your future you're afraid of. It's your past that makes you anxious and scared to dream. End quote. Don't forget one important piece of dreaming. Action. Be careful not to get stuck thinking about your dreams and never taking any action toward them. I've been there and done that, and it's not a good feeling. Take action ASAP. Take whatever small step is necessary to start building some momentum. Quote, you will be a much happier person when you take your one more dreams and turn them into your new reality. End quote. Insight number five, goals and standards. Quote, goals start out as thoughts. They are desirable outcomes that take root in your mind. Your brain either confirms these goals or they pass as fleeting thoughts. When you decide you want to achieve your goals, you create standards as a means of taking those thoughts and applying actions to them. Think of standards as performance benchmarks you're willing to tolerate. Standards are the actions that propel you toward the goal. Goals effectively become byproducts of how you approach your standards. Goals without standards are empty. Goals without standards are useless. End quote. This is another compelling insight. What we tolerate in life is what we will continue to get, regardless of the goal we set. If you want to change your health, but you tolerate being overweight, the standards you set for yourself will be too low. Here are only a handful of ways to create better standards. First, understand your why. You must have a strong reason 
for doing something and reflect on it often. Second, break down a higher standard into smaller steps. Be very specific with the steps that you're going to take each day that are going to lead you to your higher standard. Third, forget perfection. You cannot set a lower standard than perfection. Embrace your flaws because they make you unique. And finally, don't compare. Always remember that this is your journey, so it's pointless to compare it to others. Insight number six, your silent movie. Quote, if you show me your actions and behaviors, I can show you how you think. That is because what you do is a reflection of how you're thinking. However, what you're thinking isn't always a reflection of what you do. I can't tell you if you're thinking about going on a diet to lose 40 pounds, but I can tell you what your body will look like based on how you eat and work out. Your life isn't based on your thoughts. Your life is based on your actions. Show me what you do, and I'll tell you what you think. To illustrate this point, I developed something I call watching a silent movie. Suppose in all your interactions with others, there was no sound. You had no choice but to make assumptions and decisions about others based only on what their actions were. In effect, no sound means you can't hear their thoughts. However, despite no sound, you can still see the outcome of their thoughts by how their silent movie plays in front of you. End quote. This is simply brilliant, and it's from a chapter titled One More Impossibility Thinkers and Possibility Achievers. We may say or think about doing a lot of things in our lives, some big, some small, but it's the actions you are taking that will reflect the results to you and to others. The actions you take are expressing to the world the way that you think. Nobody can read your thoughts, but they can evaluate your actions. Insight number seven, one more inconvenience. Quote, inconveniences are the challenges you must overcome to have a shot at accomplishing anything significant in life. Paying the price of inconvenience is no guarantee you'll succeed. But if you don't inconvenience yourself and confront the difficult things in front of you, you'll have no chance at ending up where you want in life. End quote. After reading this chapter, I found myself reflecting on my own life. I didn't make any significant progress, in part, because all I saw was pain and inconvenience. Now I understand that it's the inconveniences in life that lead you to the life that you want. Without inconvenience, you cannot make significant changes to your life. As I look back, there was another significant reason why I didn't dive into the inconvenient life sooner. I was absolutely terrified of being judged and criticized by those around me. Making the decisions to tackle inconvenience in pursuit of your dreams brings controversy. Quote, when you decide to do something great with your life, get ready. You're going to be controversial. Controversy is inconvenient. Inconvenience ruffles feathers. Think about the possibilities when you stack up one month, one year, or a decade's worth of doing inconvenient things. End quote. Everything worthwhile in life comes to us through a willingness to embrace inconvenience. I am finding out now that creating a podcast twice a week is inconvenient, and reading a book a week to support the podcast is equally as inconvenient. But this type of inconvenience is necessary for my future growth. Quote, when you live a life of convenience, you are at odds with living a life of greatness. End quote. I would seriously urge you to take an inventory of your life and check in on your willingness to commit to inconveniences today as an investment for the future you desire.
Insight number eight. One last one more. Quote, the power of one more is a direct result of my father's influence on me. My desire to help others reflects my father's determination to devote his life to helping others after he got sober. Through his work with Alcoholics Anonymous, my father embraced the idea of living one more day sober, a core mantra of AA. If you're reading this and you're thinking about quitting on your dream, a business you've started, or anything important to you, don't put the pressure on yourself to meet that goal for five or ten years or the rest of your life. Instead, think about not quitting for one more day. End quote. The one last, one more mentality. What an incredibly energizing way to engage in life. If there was ever a way to get focused on the process of reaching your goal, it would be to embrace this mentality. A strategy, I believe, will help you take your eyes off the pain of reaching your target and bring the focus to the next important step you can take towards your most important goals. Just don't quit for one more day. If you embrace this mentality, it is impossible for you to ever give up on your dream. Quote, when you live a one last, one more life, as often as you can, you approach life with a higher degree of urgency. What if you were only allowed one last, one more dance with the person you love? What if you could only have one last, one more conversation with your children? What would you say to them, and how would you say it? When you approach life with a one more mentality, your priorities become clear, end quote. I absolutely love that final message. I hope it inspires you to adopt the one more mindset. That concludes my quick look at Ed Milet's incredibly insightful book that is jam-packed with wisdom. I only scratched the surface in this philosopher insight. So please go out and get this book to fully appreciate the gift Ed has shared by packaging this concept into a book. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.